Are you fucking kidding me, folks? Oh my god. If it's been a minute. It's been it's a minute. It's been a minute, everybody. So much in the world has happened. So much going know, down. All the we're, time. We're only human beings, right? So sometimes and, you know spe- <laughs> even, <laughs> even your dynamic duo yes. here, your uh, mightiest heroes, need a little bit of a break. So we apologize if the if the content uh, train has slowed down a little we bit. We know but it's been a regular. Angel and I, <laughs> we're figuring it out. We're making our way. And you know, speaking of being human, and apologies. <laughs> Fuck. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? I have an apology for you, dear listener. Mm. Last episode, Ozzie, that's right, Ozzy. Our executive producer, Ozzy, is in the house. Ozzy demanded that this apology be given. It's true. So, in the last episode, I promised you all, I gave you my word, I went on record, (laughs) and I said that the next episode, that's right, Ozzy. Ozzy's gonna gonna say (sighs) I said the next episode would be a bad episode. The bad episode. The bad episode. Angel did say that, did And, uh... Didn't Uncle Angel say that? And and I'm gonna just give it to you straight. This is what happened, okay? Memorial Day weekend. I was buckled in. I was ready to do my homework. I was gonna watch the Batman. Um, You know, I turned my screen up to its highest brightness level. um, Which didn't really help. And I made it through about half the movie and then I fell asleep. (laughs) So, um, I didn't finish the movie and because of that Uh we will not be discussing the Batman. Um, At least not in great detail. I'll say just like a couple of things you know, just from the first half of what I can remember. Um, One, very dark film. uh, Just like visually and also tonally very dark. Um, Very interested by where we are in time in regards to the Batman. He's referring to himself as Vengeance. Uh, Commissioner Gordon is not a commissioner yet. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I like the Batsuit, frankly. Uh, Zoe Kravitz is in it significantly more than I realized. For whatever reason, I thought she was a tiny part, but she's all up in that film. Um, Colin Farrell is giving his greatest Tony Soprano uh, as the Penguin. And I love his take on Penguin. Um, You know, albeit the only other Penguin uh, analog that we have is Danny DeVito, who also did an incredible job, but in a very different way, right? Like, that was more closer to cartoonish. We're leaving the Adam West Batman area, so there is a little more of a... Uh, yeah. yeah, but hold on, hold on. Let's let's save it for okay. when, for when you're actually ready. Fine, but the one to do the, the one thing scene. that I want our listeners but, to know though is that Bruce is so mean to Alfred, and I want justice for yeah. Alfred. He's so mean yeah. to him. Well, yeah. That, uh-huh. Anyway, we'll get more into it uh, in our next episode. I hope, but I'm not going to promise you anything because. <laughs> No, it's I, a lot. No, no a lot's happening. Yeah, there's a lot. And also, like, there is so much that we're going to have to watch yeah. and keep up with now. But the promise will be kept. We will get a better <laughs> start. 
the are you fucking kidding me episode will happen. You have my um, And with that being said, uh, speaking of things to talk about, there is just so much Star Wars that has happened over the past couple weeks. And, you know... I, <laughs> oh no, that's the graduation uh, song. Um, <laughs> that was the wrong symphony. My apologies. Oh god. Uh, yeah, with that. Uh, so we've obviously had the first three episodes of Obi Wan that have dropped. So we'll talk a lot a bit about those. But also, before we can even get into that, we have to acknowledge the whole Star Wars celebration that took place in L.A. Oh hell yeah! You know, just a a couple weeks ago, because there was a lot of announcements there, and uh, we wanted to jump on some of this stuff sooner but as you know angel was just saying with the escapades of trying to watch Look, the batman i'll level with y'all I, we tried to record but i was maybe too hungover to let it happen um but also in general just with just with things that have been going on in the world it's been quite draining yeah. So it's been harder to be on the A-game. You know, I myself had a near-death experience yeah. with my oh, car. A real-life are-you-fucking-kidding-me uh, moment. A real-life are-you-fucking-kidding-me moment where the hood popped while I was on 95 and smashed into my windshield. And going and like 70. I still haven't entirely got... Yeah, yeah, I was going 70. There was no accident. Uh, I was able to get over to the breakdown safely. But yeah, it's kind of thrown my life into a bit of a loop. Yeah. to deal with like getting all this shit fixed and whatnot and so with all these things considered and obviously the world being a chaos fire uh yes. it's been hard it's been hard to focus on the joys in the way that we would like to so that's why we're back here again we're back now, at it and we're, we're committed we're gonna talk a lot of star wars and in terms of joy one of the things that i think uh got me so excited in terms of just updates and news yeah. is seeing some of the little bits of um Impressions and also the leaks, like the mm-hmm. little bit of the Ahsoka teaser that was leaked, oh, yeah. had me ecstatic more than a lot of stuff that was just publicly revealed. Right, um, and that's because they did confirm that it will truly be a big follow up to the animated Star Wars right. Rebels. Series. It's like a live so, action continuation. Yeah, um, which is which awesome. is so exciting uh, because there's so many great characters and storylines, uh, from that series. And it's also exciting because, uh, they've talked about how they are trying to build up to this sort of like, and it feels Mm -hmm. at least that they're doing a better job of building up to this than say Netflix did with the defenders, but that's kind of what they're going for is eventually they want to do this crossover series. Yeah. And it's going to be going up against, uh, Thrawn. Oh shit. So at least that's and some Thrawn, stuff. And Thrawn, for like those of you Reddit and industry, and for those stuff. of you who may not know, Thrawn is a bad guy, uh, not related to like force stuff. He's just evil. No, just uh, <laughs> a master uh, strategist. Yeah, a great tactician. I was gonna say, isn't uh, he like a war tactician or something? He's yes, like, he's yeah. like a, a general, a commander for the empire. And you know. What I really love about this, um, you know, the Star Wars franchise really embracing the animated series is that we're gonna get weird with it. Um, yes. Because, as you know, MJ, I have not seen uh, the series at all, and it, yeah. I have a lot of homework to do. Um, but what I do have access to is the Star Wars wiki, and 
holy fuck, did I fall mm-hmm. into a rabbit hole about uh, Ezra? Um, oh, yeah. Not Ezra Miller. Um, not The Flash. The Flush. Uh, <laughs> but, in fact, Ezra from uh, Star Wars Rebels, who, like, falls into a dimension that's, like, between space and time and shit. And, like, yeah. the city... That's what I was talking about. It's nuts. It's so yeah. crazy. Like, even just reading about it, I was like, wait, what the fuck? What? Y'all yeah. tore open a portal in space? And that's something that I feel like we haven't seen in Star Wars outside of, like, light speed, right? Like, because that's kind of a nope. jump. But, like, we haven't seen anything get... I don't want to say supernatural, but, like... Right. And also just weird. how... Uh, it. I like it because a lot of the content um, brings back this experience of the Force away from the whole, like... Mm midichlorian count back to <laughs> oh my god i almost forgot uh, <laughs> a spiritual connection to the universe right and rebels does a really good job of showcasing his that, midichlorians are over nine thousand. oh my god un- un- ridiculous <laughs> um because eventually like over time like ezra's uh force powers obviously grow yeah. and where this ahsoka series is going to take off to kind of tie it back in a little bit um is it's following the end of rebels where thrawn and uh ezra after this like big climactic battle uh ezra is able to like force communicate with these they're like space whales <laughs> and they're called the kurgle what? and they <laughs> he he calls them and then they like basically uh take thrawn's damaged star destroyer which ezra and thrawn are on and ezra's got them in this force bubble or they would have died from the space vacuum and so the purgles take him and thrawn away to just somewhere like we don't even know what right so uh basically the series will pick up where there's kind of like from what I've read online and gathered from like industry insider stuff uh, is that the series will pick up where there's info that Thrawn is back out there somewhere he's like commanding troops again and stuff and they're trying to get to Thrawn and this is Ahsoka and Sabine Wren and Harris and Dula who are uh, the droid chopper Mm. these are all characters from Rebels who were from the Rebels like squad that the whole series is based on and they're trying to get info on Thrawn to hopefully get to Ezra to find out what the hell happened and Ezra Ezra. like makes a brief appearance in the teaser or the back of yeah they show so it's actually Sabine they show the back of Sabine and what she's looking at is she's looking at her mural that she did at the end of Rebels which is uh, the whole squad together right and she's a graffiti artist as well as a Mandalorian I love um, that there's graffiti in the space future. Mm-hmm. Um, long live Graph. <laughs> yeah. Also, for context, there was a point where Sabine wielded the Darksaber, and the only reason that Bo-Katan her? actually got it uh, back... What? Uh, who? No one de- No one defeated oh. her. She gave it to Bo-Katan. Oh, interesting. So that's Very why, like, Bo-Katan has a such hard time with Mando being like, oh, yeah, here, you can have it again. The, a, because for a second time, on, she didn't earn it. Right, because, yeah. Got it. Okay. Um, so... Yeah, long live the also, lore. Like, give me the weird shit. I'm all about it. 
right. space and whales? Fuck yes. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like, it's, it's some really cool stuff happens. Because there's other things, too, where, like, he can communicate with some other creatures and they help him in the end of this, like, mm-hmm. climactic battle. Um, it's also just a lot of cool stuff with, like, Kanan Jarrus, who's the Jedi that trains him. He was actually a, a Padawan that happened to just survive Order 66. Whoa. And then gets involved with um, Hera, and they become lovers. Okay, clearly we're gonna just have to have, like, a Rebels... Yeah, so, it's a whole download. Yeah, so I, yeah. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop getting too far down that rabbit hole because it, it, there's a lot. There's so much cool stuff, and highly recommend anyone that's a Star Wars fan that hasn't watched that to watch it, just because it is really good, but also because the context is gonna it's gonna be needed. Yeah, <laughs> for this this some of these upcoming series. Um, and on that note, kind of to we love content. start to tie into. Um, so, oh, and one other thing is that there are rumors that uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, okay. who is married to Ewan McGregor, mm-hmm. so uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is the actress from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. She played Ramona. Oh, okay. Uh, and she was also in Birds of Prey and, like, some other stuff. Um, but the rumor is that she will be Harris and Dula. And that's who you saw walking uh, with uh, Ahsoka onto the ghost. And I think that would be perfect. That would be so Like, they cool. haven't revealed what her role is yet, but I think that makes total sense. She's the green one, For, like, right? the character of Hera. Yeah, yeah, the yeah green she's one. the Twi'lek. Got it. Yeah. Sick. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Um, We're gonna... Maybe we could do, like, a, a like seasonal Rebels, right? Because there's, like, a couple seasons of it. So maybe we could, like, do an episode that's, yeah. like, either a partial or whole season or something um clone wars too because clone yeah. wars has like a million seasons and so, so many. much um uh, <laughs> and with that let us know what you think listeners yeah. if you'd be interested in, in learning or if you stuff. want us to talk about like stranger things because hannah and i just finished it last night and i have a lot of feelings about it but if we start talking about this we're never going to get to obi-wan so uh let it's also true uh some other quick things obviously stuff to be excited about for mandalorian season three hell yes going back to mandalore hell yes they are going to be a big confrontation with bo katan uh it's super exciting so i'm really interested to see how they bring in some of the stuff like the you know bombardment of mandalore and some of the history there and uh, also he's got to go to like the sacred waters of mandalore and reclaim his honor because he loves grogu and was like grogu i am your father um also shout out little grogu because without grogu Mm -hmm. i don't think we would be here right now with where we are at with the star wars franchise and universe and so by saying shout out grogu what i really mean is shout out john favreau Fucking incredible. Friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast, John Favreau. John, you know us. And and wouldn't you know it, here he is. Come on out here, you old son of a bitch. John <laughs> Favreau. Out, oh my god. <laughs> With the press passes, you shouldn't With have. the Oh you my god, a press kit for us? You, are you fucking kidding me, the podcast? Unbelievable. Wow. I swear to God, someday I really need Kevin to just send us an anonymous package to like each of our homes without contacting us. Oh my god. Like I wouldn't even care how they a got little my press address. kit with a with a note in it, like a little post-it that just says "Love Marvel Daddy." Um, <laughs> I needed to have also. Uh, Incredible. Speaking of, it was it was Kevin's birthday. 
Cannon just turned like three really? nine. Yeah. Ah, oh, unbelievable. I know. So much. To so another much. hundred years of the MCU. Because we need <laughs> to curate the next century of entertainment, if you wouldn't mind. Um, you've been doing a great job. So, you know, keep it up. We know we were mean to you in some of the earlier episodes, but, you know, we're, we still love you. I think. I don't know. We're trying our best. We'll figure it out. Uh, and then one other little thing before we hop into Obi. Obi-Wan is I just want to give a shout out to the Andor trailer that came out oh, not too long yeah. ago. Uh, also on I'm, Star Wars Honestly, Day. I wasn't even thinking about that show yeah. until the trailer dropped. Not that I, like, I loved Rogue One. And then Diego Luna came like, through and was like, guess what, bitches? This is amazing. Uh, the That freaking line of, like, they're just so fat and satisfied. And I'm like, ah, yeah. yes, yeah. get them, yeah. drag them. Like, oh, and we'll get to people being dragged today. Uh, the dragging seriously yeah quite literally quite quite literal drag and um like yeah so andor is gonna i mean we have a lot to look forward to and i've got to say like it's it's a really special time where we're getting such quality content in such accessible ways like you don't have to go to the theater you know you don't it's like it's streamable right like you could see it on your device or something and if you don't have the disney plus steal someone else's login I, I highly recommend yes. stealing someone else's slot. <laughs> um, I also like, you know, just going off of that in terms of how even films nowadays are kind of getting into this groove of like, because now Doctor Strange is dropping on June 22nd. I saw that. Disney Plus. I saw that. Which that, like, that's great. Like that, that, that like having that just process of I like, okay, yeah, re-watch. obviously we're going to make a, they've realized they're going to make a bulk of freaking money yeah. right off the bat. And then it's like, just give people what they want. And get it up in a couple months' time. Hell yeah. Now that we have the platform. Um, which is great. And people can now just dive into it in a much safer, comfortable way with all of the health crisis going yeah. on. Um, Still a pandemic. But yeah, just so much to be excited about. Super now jazz for Andor. Seriously, how they uh, opened with that trailer was truly visceral in terms of just like the hammers and the freaking drums and the and just the very like freaking yeah. tribal sound of it all yeah. like uh, the coming together of rebellion so in that beat so yeah different. so different and my body just like resonated with it in the way that i wasn't prepared for i was yeah. like oh okay well, like i'm so like, much of it was like what the fuck is happening what is that be- yeah. am i afraid is that a call Should, do i appreciate this do i hate this like what is mm-hmm. and like it it gave me such a like there were so many gray tones like, there was just this, like, there's, like, a brutality, right? There's, like, a brutality to what's happening, and, and of course, that's where the Rebel Alliance starts. And the series is going to end at the very start of Rogue One, um, yes. which I saw alone in a theater, dear listener, and wept openly uh, during that movie. That that movie surprised the fucking hell out of me. I'm truly so bummed that they end up canning the, like, whole a star wars story kind mm. of uh films after solo because i thought the solo was good too look i still have like, i didn't think it was solo, bad. but let me just say that i think solo as a concept would have worked better as a series i could see that yeah. i think it would have worked better totally. as a series than it did as like a live action blockbuster because one you're never going to give me young harrison ford i don't know who the actor was bless your heart i'm sure you did super good I believe it, but you're not Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford yeah, I, has crashed his own fucking plane 
like four times and walked away from it. Like he has literally crashed his plane in Los Angeles and just been like, I'm Harrison Ford. I'm going to just leave this here. Um, I didn't think I didn't think he the, the actor was bad at all. I'm, I know a lot of people I'm not talking shit. on it just because the character is so iconic. But, in a rare uh, turn of was... events, I'm not talking shit. I kudos were kudos no, I, and to, I, you know, and I'm not saying you are. Uh, it, it was uh, Aldrin Heinrich. Okay, uh, he was in like Hail Caesar, uh, Blue Jasmine, um, Brave New World, the recent oh, series okay. that was uh, just out, also on Supernatural for some episodes and things like that. Um, and I mean, I, if I thought of a young Han, I could see it. Like I, yeah, I, again, I, I did see how he could be I just think visually too. That the, the movie medium was not the right move for Han, who, while he was like a central figure in the Star Wars series, was never really the main character, and like not really a deep enough character yeah. to carry. Uh, like I'd rather see a full length Lando movie. I'm more interested in that. You know, so Lando, they're still in talks to do a series with Donald Glover. Well, he's but that's a whole yeah, other thing. Yeah, and he's got a which he's fantastic. Thing. And but overall, it's just what I'm saying is like it was not a bad film. Right. Like there were a lot of people that I think in the end that just because of what they felt about the Last Jedi mm-hmm. and the sequel trilogy, just were like fuck anything yeah, else that but also Disney Lucas Films is gonna do. Let me just go and, on the record and say that like toxic fandom people like. Y'all are so blah. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, I just... It's so... It's yeah. so baffling to me because it's just, like, it's such a bratty stance to take. And also, it's like, it what do you do for a so living, baffling. buddy? Like, what? The, who the yeah. fuck do you think you are to say shit to anybody about, like, these narratives and these characters and these actors who are, like, working? They're putting in work. Yeah. Like, what the fuck do you think this is? They all volunteered? No. Um... So I think that's perfect to segue into the goodness that is this current Obi-Wan series. Yes. So we've had the three episodes out now, and we've seen some of that fandom try to turn on Moses Ingram, who has been doing a phenomenal She's job. She's been so incredible. third sister, Reva, yes. uh, tearing shit up. And it's just, of course, that she happens to be... Uh, a black actress yeah. in the world existing, yep. doing her thing yep. as a, a credible black woman. And star, to, the toxic Star Wars fans cannot handle yeah. that there are other people that are not white. Well, don't you know? In the galaxy, in, far, in far, in far, the far galaxy, away. In the universe, really. <laughs> white people are the main characters. So when you shake yeah. that up. Uh, <laughs> and I love how they just just try to like just like disguise shit with the whole of like oh well it's like because she's a one note character no. or whatnot. No, like, you're a one note one... fan at that point. Yes, like, I'm sorry, you're a Thank one you. note fan, and you're a fucking racist. Okay, if you were mad about the the most recent trilogy, yeah, fuck you too. <laughs> Especially with just how they, because they've shown some of the comments that she's gotten, and there's been some stuff yeah. where it's just like oh, you're a diversity hire and you'll be out of the universe soon and, like, stuff like that. And then good on, like, Star Wars and Disney, though, for putting out just in general, like, the We Resist. Like, we're not going to deal with this. I've actually got it pulled up here because it is important to me to to read exactly what they said. And their official account said, if anyone intends to make her feel any way unwelcome, we have only one thing to say. We resist. And then the subsequent tweet I thought was significantly stronger and the one that really resonated for me where i was like okay star wars okay 
They said, there are more than 20 million sentient species in the Star Wars galaxy. Don't choose to be a racist. Yes. Really perfectly said. Um, now, if only this energy was there for Finn. Yeah, I, w- I would say that. And, and also for Rose. And, yeah, absolutely. But, you know... Because that was the whole reason that um, Kelly Marie Tran left right, everything. Right, and you know what? I just gotta say that, like, the anti-blackness, um, specifically, uh, of Star Wars fans is, like, go fuck yourselves. Like, I'm sorry, Star Wars isn't for you. You're not a yeah. part of the galaxy. You're not a part of the community. You are not a real fucking fan. Okay? Not a part of the rebellion. Because you know what you're really a fan of? You're a fan of white supremacy. All right, you're part of. You're a fan of the empire, baby. You're a fan of the empire, exactly. So if you want to be a racist, go join the empire. Congratulations. Cover up that. Palpatine would love to have you. Exactly. Go go hang out with Darth Vader and 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 be awful. Um, And speaking of Darth Vader, Obi Wan, what a fucking series. Yeah, it's 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 been so good. I'm sneaky of them. So stoked. Let me just. Oh yeah, it's been great. It's. Because I didn't know what the series was in the first two episodes, but what I did surmise by the end of the first two episodes is that every trailer and teaser we got was from the first two episodes. Yes. And that, when I... Except for, I think, one or two frames. And uh, there is one frame where it's like, Obi-Wan looks like he's on a Sith ship and the shadow of Darth Vader is coming over oh, him. If, if you go look at the trailers, there is this one scene. Yeah. And I think it's going to be from one of the upcoming episodes. Okay. Because uh, I don't want to skip ahead too right, much, right, right. but we'll, 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 t- we'll tie back to this. Yeah. Um, but but you're, you are absolutely correct, though. Yeah. Like, the vast the majority, of like, yeah. 99% yeah. of what is in Those the sneaky you know, original marketing is truly just the first so two episodes. Sneaky. And it was it was very smart to yeah. do that, I think. Um, because to see episode three and to, yeah, not fully have episode a sense three, and then yeah. to get that... Episode three was, was like, ah, this was super is what effective. the show actually is. Um, and with that, it was a incredibly bold choice. Yes to start episode one with uh order 66 order 66 i Uh, well actually i'll go back really quick and say a a very nice recap for folks that have forgotten that was the the best version of the prequel trilogy i've ever seen that was the best version of it all the snippets they all the highlights best edit best edit ever uh distilled (laughs) in just a couple you know like a minute it was great and uh, then it's like, whoo, Although, here we are. Let, can I just voice one quick disappointment? How could we have all those flashbacks and not get any Jar Jar? Where's my Jar Jar? What? Justice Wait, for Jar Jar. Jar Jar didn't appear in the, in the... I'm not serious, everybody. I don't want to fucking see Jar Jar unless he is a Sith. Darth I Jar Jar. want Darth Jar Jar. <laughs> no other Inquisitor person. Jar Jar. Inquis- <laughs> Why don't we have... Okay. <laughs> I'm holding out hope for future episodes. Um, But yeah, what a fucking way to start this series with such a concise uh, prequel, you know, catch up. I I pray for anyone who clicked skip ahead because without that, I don't, I would have been lost. I'll be entirely honest. It's been years since I dove in Uh, and uh, I needed that. (laughs) 
Um, and to speak about uh, feeling lost, they did hit you right away yes. with just showing Order 66 and the specific attack on the Jedi Temple of Coruscant. Uh, and for folks that are, because Star Wars is getting bigger, it's yeah. reaching a lot more fans. If it's that's reaching possible. out to the mainstream. It is, in fact, If that is possible. Yeah. <laughs> it's always been big. But, but obviously now, you know, it's just... There are people that are just getting acquainted to right. it through these series. It's not right? just nerds and, anymore. Yeah, it's not entirely just nerds yeah. anymore. Uh, and so, obviously, there's a lot going on in the world with just actual pain, actual grief, yep. actual violence, and chaos just from mass shootings, mm -hmm. gun violence. So I totally understand with just uh, some of the discourse that's come out from this episode for fans that were like, oh, why are we starting with just kids running away from gunfire? Yeah. Right, essentially. Yeah. Uh, you know, and just having that sort of disrupt the joy for a minute yeah. or feeling like it's taking them out of the situation. Uh, yeah, and, and, and in all honesty, listener, it took us out of our last attempt to record this episode. We mm -hmm. tried to record this episode over Memorial Day weekend, as I saw, I did cite my hangover. Very true, I was very hungover, but also, you know, we got, um, we got derailed, uh, by the realities of the horrors of the world, um, and, yeah. you know, in light of recent events, and, um, launched into a conversation that deviated so far from Star Wars that, you know, it, it felt better to return to this, uh, with a plan. And so, you know, we do want to acknowledge that, you know, this uh, Obi-Wan series and, and other shows like Stranger Things, for example, now mm -hmm. do have these content warnings, um, you know, regarding violence against children. And, uh, and, and frankly, I think that's great that they have those and that there is that sensitivity um, to, you know, what is really happening, the very real trauma that, that yeah, is absolutely. occurring in the world. Um, and just as a quick reminder for you, dear listener, you can take a break from the news cycle. We hope that you mm -hmm. are taking care of yourself out there. The human body was not made to accumulate so many traumas of this scale so often and yeah. so unrelentingly. So, you know, take care of yourselves. Um, and it's also, you know, something where it's like, yeah, even if you are an avid fan of Star Wars, it's also okay to take a break yeah. from content if it's not something that you are able to fully process. Right. Because uh, unfortunately, at the end of the day, you know, our our fictional realities are also based on things that are from our actual reality. Yeah. Right. Star Wars is truly, you know, fighting oppression. Yeah. And, you know, having literal rebels, conflicts of war, literal rebels. Yeah. And unfortunately, Order 66 is a canonical war. It is a canonical war that <laughs> and, and an absolutely necessary plot point specifically to Obi-Wan. And yeah. um, and I say that because uh, there was some speculation about the third sister, uh, mm -hmm. Reva, Reva, um, that she may in fact be one of the youngling Jedi. I think so too. Yep. In that group that we follow at the very start of the series. And, you know, uh, and, and we'll, we'll touch back on that, but, you know, I do think that that was an absolutely necessary and very interesting plot point to yes. begin us with, right? But I think it also situated us back into the emotional and psychological space of Obi-Wan post 
these horrors, these war crimes that he failed to prevent, that he failed to stop to save, and and that's why he's in exile is from this yeah. massive defeat. And I'll, and you know the the defeat of feeling that he failed his biggest right. student, right? Which he has you nightmares know, about. He failed. Mm-hmm. Those nightmare sequences uh, were great. Very sad. Yeah, they were honestly just. How, again, seeing, you know, Ewan McGregor step back into this role has just been so amazing. Like, just some phenomenal acting. Because you really do feel how far Obi has come down from everything that has happened. And you feel the fracture. You feel the... The weariness. Oh, yeah. The total, like, drain. Especially when you're seeing that... You know, he's given up so much. He's given up right. a connection to the Force, buried the lightsaber in the middle of nowhere. That, you know. Ru- yeah. Uh, and and yeah, his and... interactions with his lightsaber throughout these first three episodes are so minimal. And, mm-hmm. and, and when he does, it's like, I think I texted you as I was, like, watching the latest episode where I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is not the same. You know, like, this yeah. is someone who has been defeated by so much and who has internalized this trauma and mm-hmm. i mean frankly he's got no one to talk about it he's living in a fucking cave on tatooine you know living <laughs> like, in a cave he, working at an industrial butcher which cutting up some kind of some alien. kind of ginormous ma- fly i assume it once flew flying manta ray of sorts and he's like on an assembly line butcher shop and and that is when we're first introduced to him right is like when they're on the they're chopping up this weird meats and uh and then there is this small injustice that occurs right in front of him which is you know the the dude paying the butchers you know um is paying them less and and the person ahead of obi in line is like this is half of what the day's pay is i have a family i have this i have that and the the boss is just like a total asshole and i think like shoves him or something and we watch Obi just watch it and endure it. And that, for me, marked this tonal shift in the character who we've always seen being the one to help mm-hmm. is a good, per- you know. And part of me expected him to, like, lightsaber the boss's fucking arm off and be like, you pay him more. Or the other part of me was like, Obi's going to give him his day's pay. Just watch. And then yeah, he or doesn't. Something. Nope. He is a changed man yeah um i i think it's also <laughs> I, I think the lightsaber might have been a bit extreme but more like the the mind trick or maybe just the whole like anything stepping into you know debate yeah. right like why this person would be paid less but i think it also just goes to show like what this type of trauma and persecution yeah. can do to a person and speaking of persecution right? The second scene that we enter in on after Order 66 is our introduction to the Inquisitors, Mm -hmm. right? And I, so, dear listener, um, just so you know, Obi-Wan is the reason that I fell asleep during uh, the Batman, because I watched the first two episodes of Obi-Wan. Blame an Obi? Blame an old Bat? Look, Obi! I can't stop saying Obi, a la Kobe, R.I.P. Kobe Bryant, Um, but, so I was, like, texting MJ because I was just, like, who the fuck are these people, right? Because they just, like, walk into this cantina in Tatooine. They're all, like, Darth suited up. 
and like there's this like weird dude who's the grand inquisitor i learned and then there's like mm-hmm. all so mj's like filling me in with like all this info about them but that scene yeah. was super interesting too because i think it like really sets up that like jedi are actively being hunted yes and also just for some additional context uh one this is once again why some stuff like rebels is going to be super important because the grand inquisitor and other inquisitors play a role in the first uh, couple seasons um and there's some other storylines in the comics too yeah so Um, am knew these characters whereas i was going in blind like who the fuck are these people is that a droid is it they (laughs) they also play a big role in the recent um jedi fallen order game they're primary antagonists in that game um as well and what's the whole thing with the inquisition is that it's palpatine basically uh kidnapping force sensitive people and brainwashing them into being basically like uh, mercenary for hire, kind of like Got Sith, it. right? Or not? Or I can't well, say Sith because they're not—they're not truly Sith in the sense of like, like Vader and Palpatine. Right, right, Sith. right. But some of them they're, are force sensitive, right? Yeah, yeah. And and some of them used to be Padawans and younglings. <laughs> Reva. That Reva. were yeah, uh, Reva, and then also uh, uh, Trilla, who was in the Jedi Fallen Order game. She was second sister. Um, and the Grand Inquisitor yeah. used to be a Jedi Sentinel who actually uh, appeared originally in Clone Wars. Um, you, you actually see him in a couple of the episodes. Uh, there's also a lot of hints to Palpatine's plan because he actually hires Cad Bane in Clone Wars to steal holocrons from the Jedi Temple that have the names of Force-sensitive children. And Palpatine's like alive at this point in time right like he's still alive yeah this is this this is during clone wars okay this this is during when he's like setting up right the empire got it right from from like because he's pulling all the strings being both the head of the republic figure right yeah and being palpatine for and you know controlling the trade federation and everything that's going on in the conflict on that end got it um so it's yeah it's interesting to see how like yeah they're building up on you know showing more of how palpatine enacted on this Got right it. yeah through getting these inquisitors and brainwashing these kids and you're seeing its effect a lot through reva mm, yeah right? you know because it's it is very obvious that she has a lot of disdain right for the Jedi and what they've done, even more so than the Grand Inquisitor I mean, she when they come through betrayed. in that initial scene. She probably feels betrayed. Absolutely. She was supposed to be protected by the Jedi. She was supposed to train to be a Jedi. And they abandoned her and let stormtroopers come in and murk whoever was teaching Lightsaber 101 that day. Like, yep. I'd be pissed off too, frankly. And speaking of pissed off, I'm a little pissed off at the Jedi that was, like, hanging out in the cantina. I'm just like, bro, you look so nervous. Like, could you... Yeah. Could you get it together, homie? Like, you're yeah. obviously the Jedi here. Like... I, I can't even remember his name. He, but I also just love the whole scene, especially with the Inquisitor when he was like... <laughs> I'm trying to remember the exact line, but it, uh, it's like... The whole thing where it's it's like an itch. Yeah. Just the way he said it. He's like, you know, the Jedi instinct is like an itch. <laughs> I just love, uh, I just loved it. I, I, you know, and you knew he was going to do something. Right. right. And the other part that I actually absolutely loved 
was just seeing uh, old Karen. She tried. She tried her Ooh, best. Oh, yeah. She tried her best to stand up to the Inquisitors. Look. And the whole, like, this is the outer rim. You have you no authority here. <laughs> <laughs> and Reva just cut. That's That, that was the first thing of, like, okay, this is, this is where we're at for this series. You know, like, we're yeah. really not playing. It, just yeah. a handy lesson. <laughs> yeah, and and that so that that was at the end of the episode, and you know we could spend a whole are you fucking kidding me episode on just this first episode, but we do have a lot to get to, dear listeners. So we're gonna skip over a couple of things here and there. But that moment yeah. when when Reva is like, you know, uh, like t- to all of the people of like Tatooine and shit, and it's just like you tell me where the fuck the the Jedi is. I know he's here, and we get Uncle Owen who. They must have used a time machine to pick that actor back out. Like he is the spitting image of the original Uncle. It's so fucking crazy to me. He's like so spot on. Um, but you know, Owen like has this very tense exchange with Obi Wan because Obi tried to leave a little toy for Luke, and he's just like, "Fuck you, stay away from my family." Like, and and you know, Obi tries to be like, "He must be trained." And then Owen hits him with the fucking, like, how how did that work out for you the last time you trained somebody? Yup. Ooh. And that's when Reva comes in and is just like, I'm about to cut off Karen's hand for questioning me. And then she threatens Owen. And we see Owen stand up to her, not stand up to her, but does not give Obi away after being like, no. I hate the doesn't Jedi. Flinch. Doesn't flinch at all with a fucking lightsaber to his neck. And even just like, I'm gonna kill this man's family. Yeah! For Reva to just up the ante and not just be like, I'm gonna kill him in front of you all? And you know I will, because I just cut off Karen's hand. But I'm gonna kill yep. his family. And and this is really where we get that like big glimpse of like... And I want to say that like even in this episode, it's not a one-note performance. Like She's so incredible throughout. The way that she interacts mm-hmm. with the Grand Inquisitor versus how she interacts with these peasants, right? Is just like so different and you can see the disdain that she has for the jedi she's just like i yeah, she's i will commit genocide to find them um and i am willing to cut anyone down yeah. that gets in my way and i also just love the whole thing where it's like even the other inquisitors are just like you got chill yeah they're like whoa reva buddy calm down you got like you're gonna blow a blood vessel. <laughs> you okay? You're doing you all know, right. Did you get a good night's sleep? Well, did you eat something? What's Are you hungry? On, Do you need some manta ray meat? Uh. <laughs> um, and what I also really, really enjoyed uh, about these first two episodes, and something that once again got some toxic fans upset, yeah. is that we're getting a Leia story. Yeah, I. We're getting a young princess Leia story. Well. And I don't understand how people can be upset. I don't understand I don't this whole, like, we need Luke all the time. <laughs> it's all about Luke for me. You know, yeah, like, I don't... It's super weird because, like, Leia's an incredible character, not just because of Carrie Fisher, but this actress that they've chosen to play young Leia is incredible, giving yes. the performance of her little lifetime. Like, damn, the way she just destroys her cousin with words where she's just like because and and dear listener you must have watched these episodes by now if you're listening to us and if not like go watch fix your life get your shit Mm -hmm. together 
Um, where's your tax return? I don't know. Anyway, um, the, when when the cousin is like trying to say mean things to her, and he's like, "You're not oh even God, so a real good. like royal person or whatever," and, oh. she's, and then she's just and like, she just stopped, and you could see in her eyes that she was like mentally taking off her earrings. Yep, yep. she was just like, oh, I'm gonna like, kill my cousin in front of all <laughs> these people. Okay. I'm just like, okay, yeah, I know this is a party, but you know what? You know okay. what? We're going to okay. destroy this child. Um, Absolutely just incinerate. And also just this moment showing how, uh, yeah, she definitely had forced sensitivity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, she the way she reads people and just de- digs into, like, deeper thoughts mm-hmm. or deeper feelings of emotions of a person, especially in this moment where she's like, you fear your father. You know, you and I'm just like, oh! Says, but you don't know what it means. You, it, you, you speak out of fear. Like, damn, girl, if anyone said yes. that to me... Oh my god. I'd never show and my face just again. Like... I'd never show my <laughs> face. <laughs> and the two other kids at the table just watching this happen, it was like watching like John Cena yeah. <laughs> come through and just freaking body slam someone. You just got these two kids playing that little bit. Bum, ba, da, ba. It was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing to bear witness to. And this is what kicks off the series of events that I think this entire series is based on. So I did some digging. I went to IMDb. Leia's in all six episodes. There's yeah. only six episodes. We're halfway there, which is fucking nuts. I'm like, really? Only six? It could have been eight. Like, please? But it's too late for that. That's okay. But so this kicks off the series of events that gives us what I assume to be the basis of the show, which is a Princess Leia story. And that's yes. fucking awesome. And you know what? If you don't like it, grow up. I also <laughs> just hate all the people that were like, she would never leave Luke. He would, he would never, he would never. They're twins. Like, that was, like, some of the arguments for the thing. Because they're just, like, everyone just, uh, just overstates. Because at the end of the day, like, Luke is hidden. Yeah, Luke is on fucking Tatooine, bro. No one's looking for Luke. Leia is a senator's daughter. She's in the limelight. She's ingrained in the She's in grave danger. Like, are you kidding me? And to think that, like, especially knowing, you know. Luke. But at the end of the day, too, he was still hesitant. It yeah. wasn't like he just right. jumped right into it. He still showed that, like, yeah, he does have, like, this attachment to Luke, Luke or this feeling of guarding, yeah. you know, Look, this particular Luke child. has just got to worry about um, womp rats out there in the Tatooine desert. That's about it. Everything else, he's yeah. fine. Like, um, and you know he's fine because of uh, Star Wars A New Hope. So everybody, get yes. over yourself. He's just been chilling. He's just been having a Did farm you want life. Six He's episodes? Go be a pilot Did you want one six day? episodes of a farm boy in the desert just being in the? Seriously, that's terrible. I don't want that. Um, and it was also really interesting because, like, I still felt it was true to Obi Wan in the sense that, like, there was this hesitation. Right. There was this truth to the character of being worn out. Yeah. So he's just like, I'm not the man I used to right. be. But also in previous series like Clone Wars, he always was a bit more hesitant than Anakin, who was more hesitant. He was more hesitant than Qui Gon. Right? He didn't yeah, want to train Anakin. He was more Anakin. hesitant than Qui Gon. So, you know, I felt that was still respected. And, and at, but at the end of the day, Obi-Wan is always a person that was like, you know what? Okay, there is, like, a moral obligation. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he can still recognize certain things. And so when Bale, especially when Bale has to come to the planet, come to Tatooine, and knock on the cave door, be like, what's good? Oh, yes. Stop, stop you know, just saying Luke is the most important thing. 
what about my girl? They're freaking, like you said, they're twins. Yeah, and also, you know? it's like, and... Leia... I love this setup of Leia, though, because also Leia is so brilliant, and it's like we see the foundation for Carrie Fisher's character. She's questioning everything. Mm -hmm. She does whatever the fuck she wants. So when her parents are like, hey, you need to go apologize to your scumbag piece of shit cousin that made you feel really terrible in front of other kids, we need you to publicly apologize. And she's like, fuck that, I'm running into the woods. Little does she know, the Red Hot Chili Peppers bassist, Flea, is waiting it's a, for it's her. a reunion. It's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, which, fun fact, uh, Flea, I think, it, well, at, mm -hmm. I think he is actually an actor. Yes. Right? Uh, but Deborah, uh, what's her last name? Uh, oh, fuck. What is, what is the showrunner's last name? Do you have it up on the name? I will shortly. I've only got, oh, wait, hold on. Series by... Deborah Choi. Deborah Choi. Deborah Choi, the showrunner for the Obi Wan series, uh, did direct and produce a Chili Peppers music video. And so, uh, second oh. fun fact: this is the second bassist who we've seen turn Star Wars actor in a Star Wars series. The first of which Thundercat. was Thundercat in the Bo Book of Boba Fett. He was the droid fixer mechanic dude surgeon. So it was great. Um, shout out Space Base, um, right? The, long live Space Base. Oh, yeah, like, Space, Space Base. Space. Uh, uh, <laughs> so I do have to say that that was one of the funniest chase sequences I've ever seen in my freaking <laughs> It was life. so dumb. Uh, I, like, <laughs> <laughs> there's no denying that. No. There was just absolutely... It was silly. I half expected, you know, some, like, freaking, like, Three Stooges music or something to start playing. I love that we especially both just when, did like, different songs. Uh, <laughs> especially when that one, like, uh, freaking mercenary was like, oh, the branch. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, like, we... <laughs> but you know what? It could have been Leia's force sensitivity, right? It could have been a force like, sensitivity thing. I, um, but uh, I, I think there was just obviously a different way to shoot that. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> or, but I also could totally see it of a thing of, like, oh, this, it's the freaking pandemic. Just, just do so, it. Just, like, just... <laughs> I, and I want to just launch us uh, into, like, some broad strokes of the second episode, right? So we get uh, Camille's big Star Wars debut. He's he's conquered Marvels with the Eternals. Uh, oh, he's yeah, now yeah, in wait, the... Wait, hold on. Yes. Hold on. To, to, to give a little more uh, context, is uh, Obi-Wan has to go to Dayu, right? Dayu. So that's just the planet. Wow, that I'm we're so now glad that you know. Camilus. You're so smart, MJ. I'm so glad that uh, you have this information <laughs> because I'm just like they go to the big city. And <laughs> so it's the big apple. So after, you... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So they go to Dayu. Just out there. <laughs> so they go to Dayu because because Bale is like you know please you, uh, Flea has got my daughter. She I, does not like the Red Hot Chili, Chili Peppers. peppers Please. I, <laughs> <laughs> They've played the same I, song for 40 years and called it different names. Uh, <laughs> and now we consider it classic rock. I, I just can't, I I can't, can't let it happen to the young you Leia. you got to save and, Leia. <laughs> you know, little do we know, it is a much bigger plan with Reva yep. trying to be like, oh, this is how I'm going to get Obi-Wan out here. Leia's bait. You know, I know, I know there's a connection mm -hmm. here, right? And uh, so obviously it's working, right? Because Obi's like, shit. Okay, I gotta go out here. I gotta get Leia, and it does bring him to Dai, where we do find Camille Nagiani's yep. 
uh, little. Cu- we don't know right away, but eventually we do find out that not so Jedi not so as he's Jedi trying to, as much as con you know, man. describe himself, but con man with like a little bit of a heart. A little bit of a heart right? that has a deposit slot and a minimum you know, amount. Doesn't, doesn't mind taking uh, a little payment. But might mind not taking <laughs> Right, we got <laughs> for you know his. Uh, He's a assistance. swindler with a heart of gold, uh, which might be how Han Solo was described. I want to say because that doesn't sound like I could yeah, make that up with my brain. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's definitely that kind of vibe, yeah. but obviously just not with the same ability to to maybe you know yeah. blast somebody so let's, let's <laughs> also just address the fact that obi's number one weapon in these first two episodes and part of the third is a fucking like laser gun is a pistol like obi's strapped yeah. he's not utilizing the lightsaber as the immediate weapon that's not his first choice anymore he's no he- he's like he's seriously trying so hard not to do anything that could possibly reveal that like he's yeah, committing he's to the role of ben it's ben kenobi yep. everybody it's not obi-wan it's ben and he even says that to leia who's like that's not a jedi name right she's like I love that. she's like prove I it i love that line like literally he busts into this prison and is like hey girl i'm here to save you i'm from your dad and she's like fuck you how do i know that i can trust you you're a stranger prove it <laughs> you know and it's like if you're a Jedi, why don't you lift me up with the thing? Yeah, why don't you do the... Do the thing you with know, the come stuff. on. And, um, and that, I, I love that. I really did love that, of just, like, this this character of Leia yeah. is so fully formed and just so sure of herself and, like, so confident and so strong. And so anyone who's not enjoying it, like, fuck you, go watch a different movie. Go watch something else. Like, don't be a part of this. Um, but... But beyond me just getting mad at imaginary uh, fans who probably don't listen to this podcast, like, I'm just, no. I'm so sorry, dear listener. I'm not talking about you. Clearly, you're one of the good ones. You're one of our friends. And that's why you're here. Um, but so this chase, right? We get to a rooftop chase. And I just have to point out that, like, Obi-Wan is screaming at Leia yeah. to stop and, and stop oh. running. But she's being shot at by two different bounty hunters and it's no she is i and actually before uh oh my god there's just so much there's just so much it's, to all these it's dense whether it's like star wars or the marvel stuff now yeah. it is dense uh because I, I i just really quick i want to back to the again the force sensitivity of the fact that like obi-wan is trying to not unveil too much information mm-hmm. in some ways it's almost like i want to protect leia but also it's like him trying to be like i'm an authority figure well you should just try to listen to me and then having leia be like well i feel like you're hiding something and you feel like by not revealing too Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. much you're not giving anything away but it's exactly the opposite and i just loved uh that line because it is indicative of the fact again like leia's not just going to be outwardly trusting i know ozzy you know, really not going to be trusting (laughs) at all. You would, you would question it too. Just some strange man, especially after you've been whisked away to a planet. But Ozzy had a lot of questions and, and it also shows the naivete of, uh, Leia as a child. Yes. That even if she's still this mature, she isn't, you know, entirely sure of what's going on because she's never been off of, uh, She's never been off planet. Yeah, yeah. And so I also just want to point out that, like, I think 
Obi is not using the Force because he doesn't want to be sensed. Right, and he's really, really, like, cut himself off intensely. To the point that Leia has a very dramatic moment in which, like, she falls off. I forget how she falls off, but she's, like, falling off this building, and Obi, you know, does his best Stranger Things 11 impression, and is like, And, oh uh, God. dear listener, so I know that you can't see me doing this, but, like, I'm, I'm, like, full, I'm, like, fully um, force-handing MJ over, <laughs> over the video right now. <laughs> and, and he almost doesn't pull it off, right? Like, Leia gets it's so like close. You aren't entirely sure. It's real close. <laughs> it, she gets real close. It's a little close. I also just thought it was really funny in terms of like uh when when you were saying like obi-wan's like don't run yeah. or whatever because he's out here shooting like me in star wars battlefront yeah, it... <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely been i was like oh you are really rusty yeah i mean it was <laughs> it wasn't even just that he was rusty but it was just like obi do you know how to shoot because like maybe use the lightsaber right like may- you yeah. might be better off um, especially when you see like freaking reva going out there because yeah. you know like the whole uh even with the inquisitor being like you need to stand back yeah i can't have you fucking around anymore and then she just goes off and she's like you know what i'm just gonna call every freaking bounty hunter in the city and get this shit done and i'll smoke them out and she does and she's like i don't got time for this she shit gets the job done and and just seeing her tear through the rooftops and so this brings us to um <coughs> Oh, thank God for California. Um, and this brings us to... I might have to cut that out. I, <laughs> this brings us to the loading dock that's, like, fully automated. It's a commercial loading dock, and it's, um, you know, where uh, Camille sent them, you know, after, like, having a change of heart and being like, hey, yeah. I'm and, not a bad uh, guy. <laughs> right? <laughs> I also love that scene because then he's like, uh, his character is uh, Hassaz Estri, yeah. right? That's And he tries to use this mystique of like, I'm the Jedi you've been looking right. for because that's his whole shtick yeah. is that he's a Jedi that is trying to help people. Yeah. Right? And... But of, of course, Obi-Wan and Reva see through right. it in their own ways. But Reva's just like, yeah, I don't got time for this bullshit. Well, and I'm just going to take this out of your mind. He's also pulling this whole thing where he's like, so you're looking for me, huh? What's the bounty? One million? Two million? (laughs) I I loved it so much. And it felt like an energy that we don't normally get in the Star Wars universe. Like, he really brought something unique to the franchise. And I think that's super fucking hard to do with, like, what, ten minutes of screen time? Like, that was phenomenal. Um, And and this brings us to, you know, the setup for episode three. So Obi, Leia, they're running to this, like, commercial loading dock bay. They're going to get on this automated thing. There's no humans, blah, blah, blah. Um, Obi's like, Leia, get on the shit. Reva's coming after us. Like, just go. If I don't make it, go. Um, And this is where the biggest reveal of the first two episodes happens, in which we learn Obi does not know that Anakin is still alive. Yep. And he's been that far removed that he thought that Anakin died on that lava hill with one arm and no legs and like on fire and bald and sad. Um, and that realization hit me like a ton of bricks, like to yeah. see him ri- and shout out you and McGregor for that fucking face acting like holy Incredible. shit. I felt and Moses Ingram again when she was like. 
you can't run from him, so Obi-Wan. Good. So good. And also, when Anakin she says that, when she says that, you can also feel that she's really saying, you can't run from me. Yeah. She kills the Grand Inquisitor. And, and well, there is some speculation that uh, he is not dead because uh, technically Rebels takes place after this. Wait, what? Yep, and he is in Rebels. And the type of, there, there's a lot of conversation of the fact that, like, the type of alien that he is, I'm forgetting the name, uh, forgive me, uh, has two stars. Uh, dear like, listener, my so jaw is on the floor right now. I There's also a lot of characters, like, you know, look at Book of Boba Fett, Finnick Shrant. Right. You know, she survived all the gut shots. Right. By getting some, you know, cybernetics Some cyber organs. From Thundercat. Right. And then we have fucking Darth Vader. You know, look at look at how fucked up Anakin got yeah. at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Right. And they put Humpty back together again. That they did. You know, they... <laughs> all the they gave, they gave Humpty back that Dumpty. Um, stacked like a truck. And... And he hits like a truck. And so our third episode, though, um, is where I think the series really takes off. And where the series... Oh, and also just a highlight of the fact that with episode two, because they do give the glimpse yeah. of Vader at the end, oh, yes. right? Which is a precursor of the fact that, like, it's a Vader-heavy show. I thought it was going to be a tease, mm-hmm. you know, with, like, a slow rollout, because that's what, even again, right. to the go back to the right. trailers, that's kind of the vibe that we were getting. But episode three really establishes by the end that, like, no, no. you're seeing fucking yeah. Vader come out the woodwork and... He's looking for Obi, and he's ready to and, get and into the trenches. And that's what this show is going to be, is Vader hunting Obi, and Obi trying to get Leia home. Like, that's clearly yep. what the thing is. And this third episode uh, was fucking wild, I gotta say. It was wild, it was unexpected, it, truly was. it was a lot of fun, um, and by fun, I mean it was, like, really intense, and, uh, yeah. and I gotta say that... Um, in order to cut through the intensity, I want to share with you all something that blew my mind all the way apart. And that is that, uh, so Obi and Leia go to the coordinates that they were given, and no one's there. It's mm-hmm. in the middle of the field. Nobody's there. And then Leia, being her naive child self, sees a truck coming and flags it down. And it's some kind of like mole rat looking kind of, or star-nosed mole type of uh, an alien creature named yeah. Freck. Are you ready to have your mind blown right now? I, I know what you're going to say. Oh, so, that yeah. makes it so much well, less fun. Uh, I think I, well, so, you know what? Say it because maybe I'll be surprised, I be but surprised. I think I, I, th- I, think I, think I know what you know what I'm going to say. Freck is played by none other than Zach Braff. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. It's, isn't it interesting? And like, isn't that crazy? What? The fuck? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Are yeah. you fucking kidding me with that? That blew my mind. Apart. I didn't recognize it. Nope. I did have to read about it. Like some, uh, there was a article. I well, I where pulled I was up, like, oh, I pulled up the IMDb because I was like, you know what? I'm gonna be extra prepared for this episode. Uh, we're gonna like have facts. We're gonna blah blah blah. And when I read that, I just like I couldn't handle it. That was so wild. Um, and also fuck Freck. Freck is a traitor. Uh, yep. as we learn, right? It, Tries to present this whole, like, oh yeah, of oh, course, so we're going to the spaceport. Yeah, let's go to the <laughs> spaceport. 
okay, you're a farmer, great. Oh, and then, and then we get no to, the, time. to the stormtroopers, and he's like, I've got a couple of strays. Yeah, and I also especially love that he's like, oh, yeah, let me, let me pick up these other stormtroopers yep. really quick. Oh. No, no big deal, don't stress. Oh, these are my friends. Um, and just seeing how good of a... You could already tell yeah. that, like, Leia will be an excellent senator. Right. And tactician, like how quickly she just puts on the story, yep. she, uh, and she helps, took the reins. you know keep the yeah. lie up. She absolutely took the reins because Obi was like, "Oh shit!" Right, because Obi's plan end. was like, "You're my daughter. You do not talk." And I love how Leia is like, "So I can't talk, or I don't like to talk." She's like, "I just want to yep. understand the character before I commit to anything here. Like, I'm I'm okay with not talking, but I need the backstory." Um, what's and, the subtext to my not talking? <laughs> uh, and then also just like how quickly she got into talking about like why they were on the mining planet and giving the stormtroopers the whole spiel. Uh, but then it was also once again beautiful to see her sensitivity. Right. As Obi has to cover the tracks of accidentally saying Leia instead of Luma, right. which was like the code name. And then the stormtroopers are like, "Use her name was Luma." And then you know, immediately having to go <laughs> into this whole thing of like, that was her mother's name. When I see her face, you know, and I see her yeah, <laughs> which brilliant. It's been so hot. Uh, <laughs> but then later, after like they're gone, having Leia be like, "Yeah, you fucking knew my mom." Yeah, yeah, and then it's like, "What about my dad?" Oof. It's is it you? And then it's like, oh no, hell no! Like, no, no, Natalie Portman <laughs> is just not my type. Um, <laughs> Natalie Swolman is just not for nope. me. Uh, shout out Natalie Swolman. Sh- shout out Natalie Portman's arms. Um, Natalie and Swolman. That's what About they are to, like, individually smash named. Everything yes. in Love and Thunder. Um, uh, but not to derail. Not um, to get too far off topic. But then we meet Tala, and Tala is this Empire person who like pulls up with a bunch yeah. of stormtroopers and, and Freck gets his due just before that Freck gets the knockout yeah, Freck gets we don't want to forget not, about that which also was just the funniest fall down I've ever seen it felt like <laughs> just, just <laughs> so silly um and and this is our like I think our first real introduction in this series to like the rebel alliance like this yes. is the rebel alliance and this is what or it's like, like one of the cells like like that are starting yeah because like when the beginning of the rebellion it's like there's a lot of different like pockets yep. before they truly get like united, unified and, yeah right? and and uh go ahead oh no 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 oh, okay. okay no you. no no you go ahead. um well i just wanted to say that like once you know she comes into the mix it's like we uh we meet this droid who's like doesn't talk but leia insists it's like maybe he has something to say and I just want to say that that is yeah. so incredibly foundational for Leia's relationship to R2-D2 and C-3PO. And she has that, like, mm-hmm. little disc robot that Obi fixes on the ship for her after it gets broken. And, like, I really love... Lola. Yeah, Lola. I love that they that they brought that in for her character of, like, the appreciation and respect of sentient beings and treating droids as sentient beings. Um, but... Mm-hmm the thing that I really wanted to touch on was the safe house and all the carvings and Mm -hmm. the stories. And I felt like in this scene where, um, where Tala is like talking to Obi and Leia about the resistance, you know, and like Obi sees like, Oh, 
uh, you know, Plo Koon or like somebody else is like, you know, some well-known Jedi. So th- there, there's one important one, especially, and it's uh, Quinlan Boss. Oh, okay. Uh, that might be who I Because he specifically is yeah. like, yeah, because he, he specifically goes, oh, Quinlan was here. That's that's the and, one, right? Yeah, and Tala is like, yeah, he's you know, you know, he's helping. He's uh, smuggling younglings. younglings. Yeah, and smuggling younglings. All along, what she says is, is the path, right? Right. Which, uh, if I remember correctly, in context, are like these old High Republic pirate paths See? that uh, the Jedi, I think, use to like help smuggle these kiddos and other people, or in the Republic too. Um, but I could be wrong. No. But I think that's what they're referencing. I think you're 100% um, right. Uh, we're never wrong on this podcast. Uh. <laughs> yeah, we're, no, not, not at nope, all. Not once. Uh, and Quinlan comes up, because Quinlan is a Jedi. Quinlan does have some episodes in Clone Wars. Okay. Uh, and is a very interesting Jedi, because he's another one that's more uh, very strong-willed and is like kind of Anakin in regards of uh, is willing to just go a little further mm. you know yeah. you know doesn't want to uh, be like is more morally strong in the regards of like we need to stop the empire right. and at whatever means necessary right and he is actually a he's also just very sarcastic uh, we love sarcasm. you know he's very just uh He brushes up against certain other Jedi the wrong way. And he is a fun guy. But is also the kind of uh, Jedi that they ask to do some dirty work. Okay. All right. Right? Uh, Like, he is... There's a storyline that actually never got brought into Clone Wars. Um, Yeah! He's like Jake Lockley. Got it. Uh, Because there's like a storyline that actually... It it became a novel called Dark Disciple. Where it's he ends up getting a relationship with Asajj Ventress, who was the old apprentice of Dooku. Okay. Who ends up leaving Dooku and doing her own thing, and then kind of becoming better. And he's the he's the guy that people think of when they think of gray force users. Okay. Like folks that more border the line of like being in between. Light and dark. They're not necessarily yeah. yeah like Ahsoka's kind of in there too. Like they're not dogmatic. The gray force. But I love yeah that. you know, and they'll also get into some dark stuff. Like Dark Disciple is like. Uh, that's him almost being but he's by like Dooku he's a he's a jedi of, undercover shit. and he's a jedi of principle yeah, he does he like walks right. the walk and is prepared to get his hands dirty and like maybe maybe go a little else so i love that and that really builds the emotional performance of ewan mcgregor in the safe house yes as he's being told all these things you see the fucking hope begin to form in his face and you right. see him being like well, if, uh, you know, if that Jedi, if these Jedi, if all of these, you know, uh, former colleagues um, <laughs> can step up and, and start doing these things, like, what have I been doing on Tatooine? And, like, you know, how can I uh, uh, help? I mean, I don't know. This is, of course, all wild speculation on my part. Yeah. Um, it's also really telling how dedicated the creators are to the extensive universe yeah. now of you know star wars and whatnot because it would it would be really cool to see you know like a live action quinlan yeah. interact or get involved with some of these storylines but that's another thing um but yeah absolutely like to to see this hope and to think there is a way out but then obviously that's dashed quite quickly 
we literally like see the Jedi symbol carved into the safe house, and then we get yeah. motherfucking Darth yeah. Vader. And and to back up a little bit, shout out to the fact that like he's in it right away, yes. even just from seeing him in the throne right. room. Like you get to see his whole throne room right away. You also get to see uh, the Inquisitor Fortress right. early on in the episode. You know that was also in Fallen Order. Um, but to see Reva have this conversation, especially when she's trying to be all like, "Oh, sorry that Obi got the Grand input," and then he's like, "The Grand who? I don't. Give I don't a, fucking I don't give a fuck care. about that right now. I, I don't want care. Obi. I just, Obi's. Yeah. You said Obi. I stopped listening after that. <laughs> you brought." You brought Obi out. You think you're gonna be Grand Inquisitor? You know what? You you get him. You bring him, do you it. Get me to him right now, and I give it to you. Whatever but you I want. Know that if you screw up, how easily you won't I will live to regret you. it. Like, yeah. yeah, you won't live seriously. to regret. And also, shout out James Earl Jones, the great oh, it was, James it Earl so Jones, good. here to voice Darth Vader, and once again, holy shit. Holy shit, everybody. Like, it just, it sent chills down my spine. And also, I loved the simplicity of the original costume from the original trilogy being honored in these ways. And it, like, made sense, Mm -hmm. right? Like, these little homemade props that they had, like, the little rectangle on his chest. It all served purpose. And we got, like, a depth to it, right? And then we see, like, his legs and his arm being screwed on. It's all, like, very, you know, whatever. But then... On this planet, in the safe house, the grand entrance, Darth motherfucking Vader is just yeah. like, daddy's home. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, and just straight up just torturing random people. Just tearing it up. The way that he just like pulled that old man out of his house through the window like choking him with the foot that i was like that's crazy he like tracked we got full like rogue one darth vader just no holds barred Mm -hmm. brutal which is also so funny because again having like seen the grand inquisitor and the other inquisitors because the two inquisitors in the back are just like wow Uh, oh yeah! All right. Well, uh, uh, we love working here. Yep, we're in it. We're, okay. we're in it to win it. It's gonna be that For kind sure. of shift. We, we agree with this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> really glad I signed up to work on a Friday. Um. <laughs> uh, especially, especially fifth brother who was trying to pump the chest earlier and be like, "That's my seat. I'm next in line." And immediately, as Vader is like tearing stuff up, he's like, "I don't know if I can hang." Yeah. Uh, you know, and Rev is like, "I'm in it to win it." Reva's here uh, for I'm it. I'm trying to forget. Yeah. And, and even, but even she is intimidated, yeah. right? Like, obviously, there's so much brutality and intensity here because then you get that moment where, like, you know, the kiddo's trying to come oh out my God. to protect the dad. And what are you doing? Not, they don't even, they don't even, they show it. They're just like, yep. He's like, oh, you think you're going to be cool? Vader. Snap. Vader was just Snaps like, I don't have time to choke you. Snap. Yeah. <laughs> You're so pathetic. Like you, I, you mean so little. I'm just killing you in front of your dad now. <laughs> and then just literally this other just random poor Karen just who's just like, oh, uh, and then just dragging, dragging her. her dragging and the slow drag was insane to me. It was just so weird because of how yes. 
force powers are usually treated as these like quick bursts or these like you know mm -hmm. sending away the lifting the blah but we've never seen somebody <sighs> get fucking dragged like and just like how in control and then he snaps her neck he is um does he yeah I can't. I didn't remember. Maybe that, well, maybe that was the actress uh, acting. Maybe that was an actress choice. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I confess. won't speculate here. Um, but he does but always anyway. to get Obi out because he's basically like yeah. Obi. I know you're here, bitch. Like I fucking know you. Um, you're here. And Obi, Obi's like just still in the safe house, just sort of like, okay, fuck, yeah. I have to do something about this while shooing Tala and Leia away yep. to just be like, you know what? At get, least her get her on her the out ship. Of here. Like let like I'll I'll yep. I'll do something. So Tala and Leia and... are out down the tunnel, and then we yep. get a moment we've waited for for so long. Oh my god! So long. Yeah. Ooh. Just that running into him and seeing the red saber come out. The red saber and, and just like, knowing it has ooh. to go down, and seeing obi just struggle with the fact that like he doesn't want this fight seeing obi struggle with the lightsaber period yes yes was fucked it was just like yes. oh because like yeah you've been out yeah. of it for so long for years and you just never expected to have this you fight. thought he was gone like, there's so, so why much would trauma you train? here yeah right and you know then to have this moment where like he's so overpowered and then vader being like yeah this is just beginning yeah and the burning so the freaking yes. having the crystals thrown out so on the sand vader and... corners obi shit's not going well for obi and then vader dumps this like vat of crystals which i guess is what they're mining on this planet but then yep. he sets the fucking crystals on fire and then we see the slow drag of Obi-Wan Kenobi, his, just his fucking body on fire, just, uh, dragging through, like, shards of crystals, cutting them up, still on It was the most insane. Like, yeah. It was <laughs> You're so done, brutal. Dude. It was so brutal. And I did not expect that level of brutality. But, like, of course, this is why Darth Vader is one of the most feared, you know, Sith in the galaxy. Like, he's not here to play and and we get yeah. this really big introduction to um the sheer ferocity that is the you know it's it was yeah. great it was really awesome and unexpected and, and, and very unexpected and just again like we're not messing around this truly right. is darth vader and speaking of not messing and... around reva just straight up kills that pilot and it's like what's up leia you're coming with me now yeah because Tala winds up going back to save Obi. Tala's the reason right. Obi gets out of there. We get that droid getting him out. And and we end the episode like that, right? With, like, Leia now in the clutches of Reva. Obi totally fucked up from this fight after being dragged yeah. through burning crystals. Um, and, like, holy uh, shit. And, unfortunately, for... Tala and Leia, that didn't end up being the best choice to separate. But obviously, it was good for Obi Wan. I mean, it's good uh, for the Watcher to get saved. Slash the list. Um, <laughs> and and the Watcher, because obviously, like Obi Wan, because there are a lot of people that just freaking complained about the fact that like Obi Wan got away 
and the whole loader bot pulling him and yeah, the, like why okay, Vader couldn't just get rid of the fire. But also, if you have to take into account, like, Vader does have a psychological disadvantage with fire where it's like, yeah, there's some trauma there for him. Yeah. And the fire was out of his control at that right. point. Like, I know everyone's just like, oh, he forced it this. But yeah, he started that fire. Yeah. That was a controlled fire. Well, and also... Like, there's a difference... You know it what I mean? Be, like, but it would be so unsatisfying if Vader just wrecked him immediately. Plus, I mean, we yeah, know there was he no... lives, and they have their final rematch in the the Imperial ship at the end of A New Hope. Yes, because so... unfortunately for Leia, Reva, Reva finds a way over to the port, and is like, okay, that's where you're going? Yeah. I got I'll be over there. I got you. And poor Leia knows that, like, this isn't good. Uh... So obviously we're going to pick up with, yeah, an, an intense I'm rescue. excited to see where we go from here because now I just feel like the whole series is a rescue and like a, a penultimate show, showdown. Like I can't say final showdown because the technical final showdown is a new hope. Yeah. Um, but And also just uh, Obi-Wan doing his best yeah. to keep Luke out of it. Yeah. And to, to make sure Leia's not found out to who she truly yep. is. And uh, then figuring out, yeah, how the fuck do I get back into hiding? Uh, also, I'm just calling it now. We're going to get a Qui-Gon cameo. Um, there's yes. too many moments of Obi calling on Qui-Gon. And trying to get to the his spirit. Show me Qui-Gon. Give it to yeah. me. And I, I don't think I'm going to have to ask that hard for it, frankly. Um, I don't think yeah, so. No. It, it feels within the realms of possibility. And... Uh, and on that note, yeah. if you can believe it, we have once again recorded one of the longest episodes that we've done on this yeah, we're podcast. Just, uh, we're very good at running our mouths. We're good at running our mouths, but we're also, <laughs> I mean, look, hey, this, uh, is, this is three... The listeners are like, an hour and twenty, are you fucking kidding me? But also, so, we love... To the three people <laughs> who are still here with us, um, what's up? Hi. It's great to, you know, be here with you. Glad you stuck around. Uh, what were your... Are you fucking kidding me moments of your life, dear listener? What's going on with of you? Just, and it doesn't have to be just Star Wars. We talked yeah. a lot of Star Wars today, but, you know, just there's so much out right now. Stranger Things is out there now. Yeah. Uh, hell, The Boys just dropped three episodes. Oh, yeah. That started up again. Season Ms. three. Marvel's going to start up soon. You know, there's been stuff about that yep. all over the yep. internet. And there's a lot. We've, there's a lot to tons. be excited about. Um, so it doesn't have to be just Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, I we're definitely going to be getting into some other series. Well, like I'd yeah. love to talk Stranger Things. I would too soon once you've watched more of it. Um, oh, I finished it. But we can we can do that. Oh, you finished we can it. Do that ASAP. Ooh. It's fucked. Yes. This season I'm so is so fucked up. So excited. I'm so depressed. So excited. <laughs> oh, you made me so happy. You made me so. Happy. Oh my god. Anyway, yeah. to focus on the Star Wars for us. Uh, Angel, what was your "Are you fucking kidding me?" moment? Oh, it, and it can be from those announcements. No, I know. Or it, just I know exactly what it is. It's it's Obi dragged through crystals. Yeah. Obi dragged through burning crystals was so brutal. Was just so brutal, so unexpected. I was just like, Abs- yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was just like, oh, you don't just want to win. You want to make him hurt. You want to win. You want to like bury him. Yeah. in front of him <laughs> like that yeah and just get it done it it's between that and 
No, who am I kidding? That's absolutely it. No, that 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 is definitely the moment where I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" He's lighting. Yeah. He's dragging him through burning crystals. Like, yeah. Uh, so on with that. What was your? I'm very interested to hear. What was your? Are you fucking kidding me? Moment of. Actually, one last one that I'm gonna sneak in. The Andor trailer is my follow up. Yeah, yeah, that one. Fucked uh, yeah, me I, I will give a shout out to that too. Yeah. As an artist, it's a good runner up. Absolutely, um, it, was, it was it was fantastic. Um, I think for me, it was seeing uh, Darth Vader stroll right into that village and start tearing it up, and just really giving you the sense of like, oh yeah, we're going super hard. Yeah. Like, we're giving you Vader. And I was like, damn, are you fucking kidding me? You're not wasting any time. We're not wasting any time getting to this, right? And just the hype was unreal it, for all of that, right? And it arrived like, so leading fast. Up to it. <laughs> uh, and it, yeah, it was uh, it was bad for Opie, but great, great for, for us. Great for us, you know? It was a, a great adrenaline rush. Um, but on that note uh dear listeners thank you so much again for for tuning in thanks for coming back Uh, hanging out reach out to us on the socials let us know what you've been watching what you've been really enjoying uh what your moments have been and what should we talk about because yeah what are you interested in hearing we're in a a post multiverse moment now where Previously, we were following the structure of Moon Knight. It led right up into Multiverse. That was very easy. We had so much fucking news that we had to do a special news bouillon. Um, bouillon? Uh, and, and here we are now, right, with Star Wars. And we're going to continue on the Star Wars conversation. Like, we have, I'm, I have to finish watching Obi. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, beyond that, yeah, let us know. We're happy to start branching out start visiting other universes the stranger things universe um definitely one to be visited lots in the latest season um a lot and my dumbass was like oh like i think all of the episodes are here uh but no i have to wait nope. i have to wait now yep. i'm so pissed just a little bit. i would have gone so much slower if i knew but it w- whatever it's fine um, but let us know, you know, if there are things outside of Star Wars and Marvel and DC that that we should talk about. Maybe we'll talk uh, about the Black as Adam always, trailer. Yeah. Uh, but as always, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you again soon. We'll catch you on the flip side. Have fun, nerds. Bye.